Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to talk about the MCU and why the Marvel Cinematic Universe's fourth phase, so phase four, is in my opinion the best one that we've got so far, or at least to me the most interesting one, which I would say is also the best one. Uh, I'm your host Matthew, and uh, yeah, let's get into uh, get into talking about some Marvel stuff. Um, there's some very exciting. It's a very exciting time, I think, to be a Marvel fan or, or and an MCU fan and that sort of thing. Considering what's happening at the moment with the MCU, what's coming up in the future, what things are leading to, I think it's a, I think to me, it's the most exciting time, um, for for Marvel, at the moment, um, and I'm gonna get into a few particular reasons as to why, but an overall sort of story arc sense in terms of why I think, why I think the MCU is actually kind of more interesting now than it has ever been before. Um, so I've got two tabs open at the moment. One is uh, taking a look at all four phases, so one, two, three, and four. And then I've got a phase four page listed, but it's only got the films on it. So I've got another tab open that's got the TV shows on it. So we'll have to do what we can do with that. Because uh, I couldn't manage to find a page that had the TV shows and the films for uh, phase four, which has been, of course, one of the uh, newer things introduced now I want to to start off with this discussion I want to narrow down a time frame as to as to when I think the scales really tipped with the MCU and when we knew things were going to change and it was going to be a test to see how the MCU could handle the 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 climactic sort of end to the Infinity Saga and how it was going to not recover. There was nothing to recover from. Because recovery suggests that there's something wrong. Um, but how it was going to sort of um, build itself again. Um, after the events of Avengers Endgame. Because for me personally. Because uh, some of you are going to agree, disagree. It is what it is. I think from um, Avengers Endgame, which I know is a Phase 3 film. From Avengers Endgame to now, which is obviously Moon Knight started uh, yesterday. That specific period of films, which obviously 2020 is a bit of a blank slate because of COVID and whatnot. um, I think that to me that's been the, the, the most I've been personally invested in the MCU. And I think it's been the most interesting time to follow the MCU because you've really got a time period there of this big climactic thing basically all of the Marvel characters well most of them anyway um barring a few groups you know Fantastic Four X-Men Defenders those sorts of characters really bringing the entire universe together for this big climactic Infinity War saga and doing that and then kind of realizing Okay, we've done this Thanos story that we've been building up to for 10 years. What are we going to do now? And I remember thinking at the time, because we, we'd had some news, I think, about like some different films that were coming out. And as we got past like Spider-Man Far From Home, and we got more into that character, and more of what was building up with Spider-Man... It got to this point where I met, I remember a lot of people at the time, and if they wanted to think this, it was obviously their opinion, that like Avengers Endgame is not only the peak of the MCU, which it might remain as the peak of the MCU. I'm not saying that what Phase 4 
or whatever's going to come after is going to be as big as Endgame. Um, I do think in another 10 years time roughly we will have we'll be at the same point with different characters essentially. Um, but I remember some people watching Avengers Endgame and being like oh that's probably it for the MCU. And I was like, no, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, if that's where you want to check out with the MCU, that's that's up to you. But I just remember thinking at the time, like, how we're we going to get all these other shows. And I noticed a change in identity with, with what Marvel was trying to do. Because what Marvel's trying to do now is not the same thing as what they were trying to do before Endgame. Or even before the first... Avengers film because what the MCU started off with was a very kind of simple to me it was a kind of a simple job of let's build up an Avengers team you know our standard sort of Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk you know etc etc let's build up those characters do these films you know the Iron Man films, the Thor films, Captain America films and let's build up to our main group of heroes and then you continue to build on that afterwards. And then eventually it was like each Avengers film was a stopping point and the post credit scene setting up each next thing. And we knew it was building up to a big climatic thing with like the villains getting bigger in each film. You start off with Loki, then you go to uh, Ultron, then obviously you go to the big one which is Thanos. But obviously there was like Civil War and stuff like that before that happened. Um, and introducing, you know, Spider-Man and Black Panther and all, all these other uh, essential characters and um, Captain Marvel and Ant-Man and all, all these kind of like smaller characters as well and, and lesser known characters. People like Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy and that was the first kind of like building exercise for the MCU which was to essentially just build build a universe of characters and build it up to a story where we slowly add these like lesser known characters but you've still got your Cap, Thor, Iron Man and in the Avengers and everything. Um but there came a period where we knew we were building up to Endgame. And you know, that big film happens and then it's kind of this like it's kinda of gotten now into this quieter period, but now things are starting to ramp up again. And this is where I'm going to get into kind of, I suppose, the, I, I, I'm li- I'm preferring, what I'm essentially preferring is the story that's being told now as to sto- the story that was being told before. Because the objective has kind of changed. And what I mean by that is when you had like, your first objective was... Set up these characters, get good versions of them, get good solo films out and done, you know, slowly build up to the Avengers. So, assembling the Avengers, literally the film is called Avengers Assemble. Assemble the Avengers, that was your first goal. Then it was, okay, let's tell more stories with these Avengers characters. And then, as we're telling these more of these stories and we're literally doing more Avengers films... And these other things like more, you know, the Civil War story and these other little things. Let's do other films like Ant-Man and and Guardians of the Galaxy. And then that was a case of like a two-parter build-up of sort of let's make an Avengers team. And then let's build on the established Avengers team by both using characters that we've established. 
and introducing smaller characters so that they can kind of go hand in hand. And that was the two things that were kind of going on at the, at the time. And that was all being built up to the end game moment. But the objective the objective has now changed because you you successfully did that. You know, you not only successfully created an Avengers team, a very successful Avengers team, um, you then successfully introduced, like, these other characters, Guardians, Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Spider-Man, you know, those sorts of characters. And then it be- kind of became, like, Endgame happened, and the goal was changed, because now it's about rebuilding that team. Because you had the team, then obviously, you know, we lost some characters and whatnot. And it was kind of like, okay, what are we going to do now? Well, we can start introducing, not different, well, obviously we're going to possibly get different variant, variants later on with um, Doctor Strange. But kind of like, let's introduce a new Captain America, a new Black Widow. Let's put Spider-Man in there. Let's put Doctor Strange in with the Avengers and that sort of thing. Um, let's have, like, Jane come back in, in the Thor film so that you can get, like, a bit of a different Thor type of character. But while we're doing that, while we're, while we're sort of, like, adding to and replacing certain Avengers characters, because now you've got, like, two characters that are Thor-like, um, obviously Thor, Love and Thunder's not out yet, but you've got that going on, and you've got two Archer, Hawkeye-type characters, so you've not only added to the team, you've also changed things because you're going to get like Ironheart later on. Um, and you've got like a new Captain America with Sam Wilson. So not only have you replaced those members successfully, you've then added to that team as well. And obviously, you know, with, um, uh, what's her name, y- Yelena, I think, um, with Natasha's sister, New Black Widow, and you kind of put her in position. Then you kind of get to the other really interesting point. So that's 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 that to me is kind of the to the next half of that, which is you build an Avengers team, you add to it with lesser known characters, some obviously bigger characters like Black Panther, Spider Man. You do that. That's your first bit. Then you build up to big Avengers film while telling Avengers story. You do that. That thing's finished. You then move on from that. Then it's about rebuilding the Avengers team, which I just talked about. But while you're rebuilding that Avengers team, you can do two other things. And these other these things that I'm talking about, so rebuilding the Avengers team, adding in new, still very unknown characters, and leading into a multiverse, which would which is supposed to be creating other variants of characters. Obviously, we saw a, an example of that in Spider-Man. To me, it's more interesting now because you're do you're doing different things, which is instead of creating an Avengers team, you're repairing it, sort of. However, you want to kind of phrase that. Then you're still introducing, you're still kind of doing what you did before by introducing characters like um, uh, Kate Bishop and Moon Knight. I think his name's Stephen something. Um, you're doing things like that, and then like also while you're doing that, you're kind of also um, building up the somewhat smaller characters, so like Sam Wilson gets a bigger role, Bucky gets a bigger role, Wanda gets a bigger role. You know, you're kind of able to do that because those characters, you know, you're able to do TV shows on them and and things like that, and you're able to develop those characters a bit more. Um, 
after you've lost other characters from before. But the three things that they're doing now, which is repairing the Avengers team, creating the multiverse, and still introducing new unknown characters. I mean, obviously some people know who they are, but I didn't know anything about Moon Knight before yesterday's episode. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, so while you're still doing all of that, you can also anticipate, like... We haven't even got to Fantastic Four and X-Men yet. So to me, why Phase 4, and I'm 14 minutes into this, why Phase 4 to me has been the best so far is it's been the most interesting so far as well. Because the the objective has changed and you're doing three things combined and it doesn't feel like I any of those three things are really sort of taking priority. They're kind of taking turn and stuff like we just got this big multiverse-ish sort of film with Spider-Man you had the multiverse thing with obviously Loki and, and with One Division and everything that's happening there. And then you get like these more um grounded level kind of things like Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is giving you new Captain America and checking in with Bucky again. Um and then you can do other things like, hey, let's do and this is something else I've really, really enjoyed about phase four is we're getting very different things. I it, it really confuses me when some people have kind of mentioned like oh phase four of the mcu same old thing and i'm like that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me that you would think that because one example i do want to bring up is things like moon knight so far which i know has only just started eternals and shang chi there wasn't any 
I mean, yeah, we had ensembles of groups, like with Eternals, because you had Guardians. But fundamentally, if you look at the Guardians, the Avengers, and the Eternals, there's some similarities between the Guardians and the Avengers... Because it's because some of them are kind of like grounded level, some of them aren't. Obviously, you've got like a talking tree and you know a, a robot kind of woman. Um, but the Eternals is so much different to those, and this is something I really liked about Phase Four is we are getting well, we're getting told different stories and we're getting different characters. Like there's there's an, there's nobody like Moon Knight in the MCU. There's nobody like that at all. Um, there's nobody like the Eternals in the MCU. There's no character like Shang-Chi in, in the MCU. Um, and not just to do with the character, but like the the culture within those films and um, like the background of the characters and that sort of stuff is all very different and interesting. Um, because, yeah, if you, if you look all the way back at Phase 1 and you look at... Okay, Thor's a bit different, obviously, but if you look at sort of... Um, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and I guess you could say Hulk. They're kind of ordinary people. Um, Black Black Widow as well. They're kind of ordinary people who just, hey, we have some gifts and we're going to come together and, and make a group. And I'm not, I'm not trying to disrespect the Avengers. What I'm saying is what we're getting now is different to the Avengers. Um, what we were getting was different when to the Avengers when we got Guardians. But there were some similarities between the Guardians and the Avengers. But the, one of the main differences was they were a bit more of like the comedic relief kind of group. But when you when I when I look at Shang Chi, Eternals, um, Moon Knight, I'm like, okay, yeah, th- this is fundamentally different stuff, and. That's a great way not not that's not only a great way to introduce us to these new unknown characters, but new unknown characters who are different to the ones that we've had before because we're over ten years into this thing. That to me is more interesting and for me makes makes phase four better than what we've had before. It's basically making it's basically evolving what the MCU is doing, um, but because they're doing so well with evolving what the universe is doing it's just making it better and better because i think yeah as we've gone from phase one two three four all of them have gotten better um as we've as we've gotten as we've gone through um and i know i kind of pointed out that time period of like avengers endgame to now and yes you've got spider-man and avengers endgame which are two kind of uh phase three things but it was that 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 was the kind of concluding interesting part of like you're losing some of the avengers characters what are you doing now um, and now we've gotten to this point. So when I when I hear somebody say, you know, oh, I was just doing the same thing, like, oh, what's the difference? I don't think you quite realise what this universe is trying to do. And if you don't realise, that's up to you or whatever. But um, I realised when we when we started to get different titles of things, and I was like, who are these? Who are these Eternals people? Shang Chi always kind of like martial artists, bit bit different. And then I started finding out bits and pieces about Moon Knight, like this this dream sequence, nightmare stuff that was going on. I was like, oh, that's also very, very different. Um, but And then you've got that coupled together with like the tease so far of the multiverse, and we could get both... We that, That's where things get really interesting, obviously, because we could get not only returning characters from the past, and I mean the past, the past, like before MCU, we could get those returning characters... 
maybe some of the Fox characters, um, like the X-Men ones, maybe. Um, and it's just going to open up more and more possibilities. So I just think post-Endgame, the MCU with its Phase 4 and end of Phase 3, obviously, with Spider-Man, the MCU's kind of got, like, this... Not free-for-all, but it's it's got this kind of flow of, like, freedom to it, if you know what I mean, where it's sort of... Because it's got because it's got different things going on that give the universe more options, it gives more freedom because they're not really quite so restricted. And I'm not saying they were completely restricted before, but the goal was a bit more restrictive before because they they were doing kind of like they were doing it very 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 well, but they were doing sort of one thing, which was let's create this amass of um, characters for an MCU. And now it's trying to do some of those things, some new things, in different and interesting ways. But you've just got more freedoms and more options, and that that can only kind of mean more creativity. Because where you've got a, where you've got a mix essentially of rebuilding an Avengers team. Okay, which members is that going to be? Which members are left of the team? You've got kind of Hulk hanging around, you've got Thor hanging around, you've got Hawkeye hanging around, he's got this new Kate Bishop person in his life, um, then you go over to Black Widow and you've got her sister coming into the picture and all the things that are going on there, but you've still got sort of, you know, some of those characters left, and then even, you know, with the, with the She-Hulk stuff, it's going to be like, hey, here's a kind of similar person to what we've got, obviously the Hulk stuff, but it's a different character. But you've still got the old one there. So you can kind of do some interesting stuff there as well. Um, I haven't even started speaking about the Defenders and what you could do with that. But it still gives you characters from the past to do things with. And it gives you new characters to do things with in the future. Some of those characters we're not very familiar with. But they are still being supported by characters from the past. So where you have... um, because there's three examples I could give for that. Because um, where you have things like Black Widow, where obviously you had Scarlet's um, Natasha in there, we were familiar with her character, but not with Yelena. But then they have the sisterly thing, and that kind of helps her introduce that, and we get background on the family and the Black Widow stuff. Then you go over to Hawkeye. It's like, okay, we've known um, Clint uh, for, for like a long, long time. We're getting introduced to um, Kate... We don't know much about her. She's got similar things going on to him with the whole archery stuff. So how's that going to play out? So that's really good. It's almost like a really... It's like a really good, different, interesting way to do solo things. Because you are still giving those characters time to shine in those things. Obviously Black Widow's a film. Hawkeye's a TV show. But it's sort of like you can use your, your old main characters as still main characters. But they can support the new characters coming in. And I'm sure when we get She-Hulk... And we get more into that. We can kind of see like, hey, yeah, Bruce Banner has been around for a long time. Um, we're familiar with him. What's happening with his character? And he'll be kind of helping introduce She-Hulk to the MCU because they are um, cousins, aren't they? I think. Um, yeah, I think they're cousins, aren't they? So you've got kind of the kind of the family thing going on there again, which is which is cool. 
But then you've just got completely different things, as I mentioned, with like Eternals, like who this who's this new group of people? They're really cool, got really cool powers. Um and you've got things like the they're called like celestials, what's that all about? It's something very different. Um And then you've got Shang Chi, it's like, oh it looks kind of Iron Fist ish, but you can tell there's like different backgrounds and culture there. And he turned out to be an interesting character. So you're slowly doing all those things while you're building a multiverse, while you're repairing the Avengers. And I just think the options, the creativity is making this phase to me more interesting and, in my opinion, the best phase that we've got so far. It's mainly because of how things have changed, really, is is, is what I'm sort of getting at. Um, and if I look ahead, and like I said, we, do, we literally just got Moon Knight. He's already quite interesting to me. Um, in terms of him as a person, like Stephen himself as a person, a bit different to what we've had before. Um, as I said on yesterday's kind of podcast, um, the lines of dialogue that they're giving him is a bit different and interesting. Um, and he's got this like nightmare kind of stuff going on. What's going on with that? That's different. But because I, I keep using the word different, right? It's not different in terms of they've changed their identity of the whole MCU. Um, I mean, the identity of the characters is a bit different, but, like, the, the the identity of the universe itself. Like, you've still got that MCU... As long as you kind of keep that MCU feel, I think that's what's the most important. And I will say with Shang-Chi, I remember when I was watching that film, and that that's the one that sticks out to me, where it's like, this actually doesn't... You can get a bit of an MCU feel to it, but it feels the least MCU out of all of them, uh, just because the way that that film was done, but you kind of understood that as well. Um, but yeah, with Moon Knight being, being different and stuff, and, because sometimes when I'm watching, like, the newer characters come in, right, like Moon Knight and Eternals, and it gets me thinking about, okay, I know all these characters, because I'm not expecting, you know, Captain America to appear in the first episode of Moon Knight, I'm not expecting that, or in the first episode of, um, uh, or in the film with Eternals, I'm not expecting, like, Thor to turn up. You know, because you need to use those films as as what they are. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's been it's been really interesting with with how that all has has kind of gone. Um, and then, I mean, as I'm looking down this thing here, right? Uh, Spider Man No Way Home. We had that. Obviously, that did its own really good stuff for, for the character of Spider Man. Doctor Strange is only going to open this up even more. Um, which is going to be a pretty wild film from what I understand. Thor, um, I'm curious to see where the character of Thor is at and what um, Jane is going to be like when you bring her in. What's that going to mean for the Avengers um, and like the group of them and stuff and that's going to be really cool. Uh, Black Panther is the one that I've got the biggest question mark about just because of the like, you know, obviously the un- unfortunate passing of um, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, but they've had problems with like the actress who plays Shuri, and that 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 could be that could be a little bit of an off film just because of those things. Um, in terms of writing and characters and that sort of thing, I have no doubts about Black Panther. It's just in terms of what's going on with that film. But um, aside from that one, uh, you've got the Marvels. Obviously, it, again, yeah, you're getting into um, how was the phrase? used there's a specific phrase to describe like these powered characters i can't remember what it actually is 
Um, but it's to do with like well the Marvel the Marvels characters, which is um, I think Monica, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel, and they're um, oh, there's a particular like name that it's that it's given, but I can't remember for life me what it is right now. Um, but getting into that kind of stuff is going to be cool, and like before we get the Marvels, we'll get to see Miss Marvel introduced. It's going to be interesting as well because. We've had a bit more of the teenage side of things with Spider-Man, right? Granted, I think Spider-Man, even as far back as Homecoming, was still older than Miss Marvel is supposed to be. Because I kind of looked at the trailer for uh, Miss Marvel, and I was like, this kind of reminds me a bit of Stargirl. Uh, like, with the, t- with the tone, like the high school kind of young teenage characters. Because I think when we see Spider-Man and, like, Ned and MJ... In Homecoming, they're a little bit older, I think, than even uh, Miss Marvel is in uh, in this. Uh, Kamala Khan is her name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, what does that mean for stuff as well? Guardians three that's supposed to be the last one. Um, Ant Man is only going to be more multiverse stuff. Obviously, you've got a bit of an issue with uh, Angelina, um, not Angelina Jolie, Evangeline Lilly, um, with uh, some things that she said recently and then it says here fantastic four so w- w- among all of this th- this is the thing i'm most interested about is what some of the things i'm most interested about as well is you've got all of this stuff going on right all the stuff i've just gone over for the last half an hour right of rebuilding the avengers introducing new characters uh creating a multiverse um using somewhat using the older characters that we've known for a while to help bring in the new characters which is just great sort of connective tissue and stuff um and then creating a multiverse where you could get previous versions of old characters and you just mix it all together into this very like option heavy creative just really cool thing you've got all that going on we haven't even started on Fantastic Four and X-Men. And I'm just so excited by the the idea of those two things. Um, in terms of all those things that I just said that are happening. And we haven't even started on those two. Those are two massive groups of characters. And what's interesting about those is I pointed out with Avengers. Obviously Avengers was a known group before. Guardians and Eternals obviously a little bit less less known. Especially with Eternals. So you've you success you successfully introduced all those three groups. In my opinion, you su- you successfully introduced Eternals, and then people do know who Fantastic Four and X Men are. Obviously, you've got Wolverine and all these other characters. Um, and then we're just going to get into that, and that's just going to be more great content because you you've got a good fifteen or so years of content here. Maybe obviously you've already started with about a year or so of it. Um, Black Widow was last year. But I'm just really excited for all this. And, um, you know, as much as respect as I want to give the phases 1, 2, and 3. I just think what phase 4 is doing is better and more interesting because of how different it is. Um, and what we're getting at the moment, I think, is is uh, better. Which I know is kind of maybe strange to say because obviously we just came out of like the Thanos storyline and that was a huge deal. Um... But in my opinion, that just speaks to the quality of the MCU and what they've done so far. Um, because a lot of people thought like, hey, Iron Man's gone, Captain America's gone, Black Widow's sort of gone. Um, Spider-Man's here, but you've got Sony kind of 
in the way. Like, what is the MCU going to do? Hey, we'll give you Eternal, Shang-Chi, New Black Widow, New Captain America. We're going to give you this really cool Spider-Man film. We're going to create a multiverse. <laughs> it's like, there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, that's uh, if, if I clearly made my point enough, that's why I think Phase 4 of the MCU is the best one so far. Um, as I said, the o- the only kind of small sticking point is the the Black Panther film, because I'm just not sure how that's going to completely play out. And obviously, that some of that's a little bit out of their hands with the whole unfortunate Chadwick Boseman situation. Um, obviously, it would have been fantastic to have him, but uh, yeah. And there's still debates going on to this day of like, yeah, it's a bit awkward. Like, who are you going to give the Black Panther mantle to? Uh, mantle, sorry, to. Um, could you recast the character? Because uh, as much as you could give that mantle to somebody else, you're still missing the character of Black Panther. Um, like this is his own separate, you know, character, which is iconic enough these days, definitely. Um, since you know the film came out and the public was aware of fully who the character was and what he means and that sort of thing, so. Yeah, it, it it is a bit of a bummer. Um, I don't know. That 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 could be a situation where <sighs> the second film comes out. Maybe it does a lot better than what I'm expecting. Maybe it's put together a lot better than I'm, I'm expecting. And I've said multiple times on multiple podcasts that I've certainly got the brand trust with the MCU. But my 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 issues with Black Panther or the potential issues with Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever, are not to do with the, my lack of trust with the brand because I have a trust with the brand in you know Kevin Feige and all that. It's just the situation surrounding that film, um, which couldn't obviously be helped, and how that's going to be handled. Because um, part of me does think it would be easier to recast the actor. Um, but then it's a case of like, whoever that person's going to be, um, let's, let's just just say for an example, if it was like John Boyega or something, um, not that he'd necessarily want to work with Disney again after Star Wars, um, but let's just say him for now, for just for an example. If you would have recast him with like John Boyega or something, whoever the actor would have been, it would have been like, oh, he's not going to be good as Chadwick and da 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 and all this kind of other stuff and... That's not the actor, it's not who the new actor could have been th- th- their fault, right? Um, plus the actor, like, Im- Im- imagine, obviously this is kind of hypothetical, but imagine being the actor that's being tasked with playing this iconic character and trying to not replace Chadwick Boseman, but kind of step into his suit, if you will. Um, that's going to be a really hard thing to, to deal with because you've got multiple kind of aspects there both of like taking on the job of somebody like Black Panther which is a big big deal but the you know trying to replace Chadwick um that would be that would be very very difficult that on top of like the social media pressure I suppose of like hey you're not going to be as good as Chadwick and they shouldn't have done this and like oh no they should have done it whatever but um yeah, uh, I suppose that debate will be opened up a bit more when uh, Black Panther comes out. It does say here 11th of November, I think that's still correct. Um, but I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky one, but... 
because you've kind of got two very difficult options really one of which is you don't recast him which is the option that they've taken and another character either an existing one or a new character i think they're going with an existing character takes on the mantle of black panther which in of itself is a difficult thing to do um or somehow try to replace chadwick boseman recast black panther which in of itself is a very very tough thing to do so again that's got absolutely nothing to do with the mcu's ability to do those things any studio would struggle to do any any studio if you want to give this to fox sony warner brothers whoever any studio i think would struggle to deal with that specific situation so we'll see um but you know what maybe i go and watch black panther and it's like hey all the things that could have gone wrong in this film they didn't and this was still a fantastic film that could certainly still happen but yeah um it's a particular situation that none of these other films have to deal with right so we shall see um oh it does have a i didn't even look at this on the screen it does have a um status thing here it says released um this is for the films it goes up to spider-man no way home post-production uh doctor strange thor and black panther um then that crosses over with a filming no sorry post-production black panther so it's not filming anymore unless wikipedia is incorrect which is entirely possible i thought they were still filming black panther um but then it says filming it says marvel's uh the marvel's guardians 3 ant-man fantastic four oh it says fantastic four in development and then it says um uh post-production ant-man filming is guardians 3 and the marvel's Hmm, which doesn't completely make sense to me doesn't make sense to me how Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, whatever it's called, would be in post-production, not filming. But the Marvels and Guardians 3 are. Anyway. Uh, but that's my thoughts. Hopefully I made my point clear. I've been talking for a while, obviously. So, uh, if you've got any questions about anything I said, you may well do so. Um, what do you think? Do you think, because I've not seen anybody really say this about Phase 4, but it's just kind of what I've noticed and my own, you know, probably my own personal taste and stuff like that. So... Hey, I've I've seen some people say that Phase 4 sucks so far. If that's what you think, you're welcome to that, obviously. Um, if you do think it sucks, please tell me why. Why why do you think it does? Um, you know, I, I really love things like Eternals, but some people really don't like that film. I don't quite understand why. Um, but, hmm, you know, people are going to like different things. Um, but there we go. Anyway, let me know your, all your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got about all of this you can send those into matthew at entertainmenttalk.org uh, twitter etalkuk contact page information in your show notes as well it's a big email box on the website version of the episode you can check in with that and uh put your message in there there's also a clickable email name that you can use in your show notes as well um i didn't i deliberately didn't fully touch on the defenders i i, I know i kind of like noted it here and there but we don't completely know what's going on with that yet and nothing's been actually announced I'm, i was just going off of things that are announced because sure there could be a daredevil season four there could be a punisher season two uh three um jessica jones could come back those things haven't been confirmed yet so we'll just have to see uh anyway if you enjoyed what you heard today you can listen to more things that we've done here on entertainment talk um so by going to entertainmenttalk.org uh, find us on podcast platforms 
by searching for the same name, you can find our TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast. Take a look at that as well. Uh, if you want to support us in different ways, other than listening to more episodes, you can tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by just telling them, by just telling them, or by using social media and whatnot. Uh, take your choice in what you want to do there. Uh, you can also uh, support us on Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, that's for your ad-free podcast, the other one is your review options as well, uh, so check that out. Uh, if you want to know um, some of the news about the MCU, what's coming out and announced and that sort of thing, and uh, air date information for when these TV shows start, uh, David's got you covered over on a website called geektown.co.uk, that's his website for TV and film news. Um, you can also find your weekly Geektown uh, episodes um, through Geektown Radio. You can find that on the same website, geektown.co.uk, and Geektown Radio on your favourite podcast platform. If you want to watch some fun stuff over on Twitch, uh, Bex has got you covered over on uh, Trista, B Y T E S, over on Twitch. She's doing Tomb Raider on Mondays, does some retro game streaming, that sort of stuff. Check out what she's doing there. You can find me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK, for my different gaming streams. Uh, you can find that on there as well if you want to. I believe the archives from Twitch are currently up to date on YouTube. Uh, you can find those streams archives basically on YouTube, which is called Entertainment Talk Plays. And you can also find the COD clips and things like that that I upload over there. Still got a bunch of those to put up on YouTube, but there's quite a few on there already. So lots of stuff to look at. All right. Thanks very much for listening. And uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>